want to read on Luke chapter 7, you know, 7-11 type of stuff, you know, but before 7-11, before we get to 7-11, I want to just share the story of what Yeshua opens up about the faith of the centurion. And, you know, one thing I'm recognizing today, you know, I'm in writing mode right now and just spending my time writing and, you know, look, I like to get out there and get on with things and be doing things and to be evangelizing and being on the streets and sharing and speaking and talking with people. So trying to get uh, to that place to just focus and write and put things together is not uh, an easy place for me, but I'm trying to uh, get that discipline together. But there's something amazing when we are pulled aside and we're really pressing in on uh, different topics, if it's in the study time or, you know, this uh, writing project, I just have really sensed such um, a release of the spirit of faith for supernatural transformation. And, you know, what is the key about being a witness for Yeshua? The key about being a witness is the testimony of the transforming power of a living God. Hallelujah. And uh, in, in uh, Luke chapter 7, it's a build-up to something really incredible. And Yeshua talks about the great faith of the centurion, the centurion but I want to uh, deal with the section after that. But before we do it, let's just uh, open and reading this uh, portion of scripture from verse one. It says, when Yeshua had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, and what was he doing? He was talking about uh, the tree and its fruits, the wise and the foolish builders, um, loving your enemies, um, the Sabbath, and, and, and these different things in the passages before. It was really quite an amazing open time of teaching that he was doing there. Then he's, when he had finished all of that, the people were listening. He entered Capernaum, Capernaum, there a centurion servant whom his master valued highly was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Yeshua and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. So what was happening? The centurion was hearing the testimony of the work of the Spirit. He, he was getting the confirmation that the Holy Spirit was pouring out. Lives were being changed. People were being healed. It was transforming. It was so transforming, but he did not feel adequate. He didn't feel like that this could belong to him. So what he did is he wanted to find someone that had some sort of association uh, with um, Yeshua. So he gets some Jews and he sends the Jews out from his community in Capernaum. He sends them out to go and ask Yeshua. So the, the centurion's servant is sick. He's about to die. Verse 3, the centurion heard of Yeshua and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servants. When they came to Yeshua, they placed, um, uh, they, they, uh, they placed, I've got my glasses on, but I've got this dual thing going on, you know, up and down the glasses. Yeah. Got to have it in the right angle. Uh, they pleaded earnestly with him. This man deserves uh, to have you do this because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. 
you know, and we've been to the synagogue in Capernaum, Capernaum. Jerry's been with us as well. We've been down there uh, on the, the Sea of the Galilee, and that synagogue still standing there. So Yeshua, he went to he went with them to go to him. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under the roof. So he's already heard Yeshua's coming. Obviously, someone ran ahead. Maybe they were on a horse or something, ran ahead. Hey, you'd never believe it. Yeshua's coming. You know, get ready. You know, tell your wife to make some bread. Uh, you know, get some stuff happening here because the Messiah's coming. Yeshua's coming. And then he sends his friends and says, listen, don't come. Uh, I'm not worthy to have you uh, come under the roof of my house. Verse 7, that is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word and my servant will be healed. Say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Yeshua heard this, he was amazed at him and turned to the crowd following him and said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. You know, this is a, an incredible testimony of the healing power of Yeshua. Yeshua, he's he's left, you know, from Capernaum. He's got from one side of the Galilee. He's walked all the way down the south side. He's now walking up the hill. He's got to get a little bit south of Nazareth. That's where he's, he's heading to. You've got... Um, um uh you know you mount mount tabor um he's he's going down that area he's got a lot of hills and stuff to climb and he's almost there and the centurion's like don't come stop <laughs> i'm not worthy <laughs> and you know you just imagine you know he's come a long way he's almost there and then this miracle takes place and yeshua hasn't even entered his house but then something even more amazing happens because Yeshua is on the road ministering. And this is what I want us to get here today, the importance of the call of Yahovah over our lives to go. We are called to go into the world and make disciples of all nations. You know, it's as we go, you know, we might be going for one purpose and see the Holy Spirit move in a different purpose. And, you know, we're, we've, all, we've all got testimonies of that, don't we? Where things happen, the Holy Spirit pours out. And, you know, we're, we're going doing one thing and another miracle happens. And here in this portion of Scripture, this great faith, Yeshua heals the man and says, I haven't seen any faith like this, even in Israel. You know, you're not even an Israeli, and this is the faith that you're walking in. This is incredible what you believe and what you uh, are expecting to see in the mighty name of, uh, of the Messiah. So it says, soon afterwards, Yeshua went to a town called uh, Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As they approached the town gate, um, a dead person was being carried out. The only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a large crowd from the town was with her. 
when Yahovah saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, Receive my condolences. <laughs> That's not what he said. He didn't say, Receive my condolences. I'm so sorry to hear about what's happened to your son and what's going on with your lifestyle. He said, Don't cry. And, you know, as I was reading this and really pressing in on this portion of scripture, how many times have you been in a situation where it's got to an extreme level where all you're doing is, is mourning because it's like, where is the victory in this? Where is the blessing in this? This woman's already lost her husband. This woman is losing her only child. The whole town is coming out. It's a public display, and it's a devastating time. And the Messiah responds and says, don't cry, you know? And, you know, what, what brought him to the place where he is at with this um, raising from the dead story we're about to witness here? You know, it comes just after the release of great faith. It comes just after the father moves and heals the servant of the centurion. And Yeshua, you know, he, he's like, man, I haven't seen great faith like this. And he is in that realm of the miraculous, of the father moving, of great faith being released. And then he sees this woman and uh, he says, don't cry. Um, then he went up and he touched the buyer that they were carrying him on. And uh, the bearers stood still. He said, young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Yeshua gave him back to his mother. You know, he got up and he began to talk. You know, I'm telling you, let me tell you, <laughs> he probably didn't know what was happening. You know, you ever seen someone coming out of a coma or out of a, a tough place, you know? He gets up and he starts to talk and he's handed back to his mother. And what does it say after? They were all filled with awe and praised Elohim. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. Elohim has come to help his people. This news about Yeshua spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. Hallelujah. Great awe. Um, and praise to Elohim came forth. And what did they say? Elohim has come to help his people. This is the passion and the call that the Father wants to be released from our lives, that we will be people who will bring the word of the Lord, bring the healing power of Yeshua, bring an anointing that's based on testimonies of not just... Um, you know, what happens around us. But listen, what has Yeshua done for you and me? What has he done for us? And we've got to tell someone. We've got to share that testimony with someone. And as we share that testimony, what happens as we speak forth the testimony of what Yeshua has done for us? Faith is released and the, the outpouring of the Spirit happens and, uh, you know, I'm telling you, those two portions of Scripture there that we see in Luke chapter 7 are just so powerful. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that 
we are in the awe of a mighty God. You know, we are called to praise him. We are called to be a people of prayer. We are called to press in. And it's not just about what happens in the area of the emotion or what's happening, uh, you know, within our hearts as we fix our eyes on him. But it's recognizing that the Holy Spirit is saying, I'm going to move heaven and earth. I'm going to bring my transforming power. You know, look, what's the number one most biggest selling books in, in the Christian world? It's all about end times. It's all about the Armageddon. It's all about, you know, the big falling away or pre-tribulation rapture and all those different things. But, you know, what's the greatest story that is so important? It's the transforming power of a mighty God bringing salvation bring in deliverance. And yes, it speaks in the scripture that there will be a falling away, that people, uh, their their hearts uh, will become cold, they'll lose connection, they'll lose touch. But let me tell you, there's over 50% of Bible prophecy that still has to be fulfilled. We are not at the end of the end on the on the last five minutes, but we do see from Peter and, uh, you know, the apostles in the book of Acts, you know, what did they talk about? You know, this was the last days. We are in the last days. They were in the last days then. So we're also in the last days right now. But there's still that place for the outpouring of the Spirit. And I want us to recognize that God wants to fill us with his awe. And I want us just to pause a moment and think about that, to be filled with his awe. What, what is it that brings that um, feeling of awe? It's because we witness, we witness the transforming power of a mighty God. And he's saying to us today, I want you to witness my power. I want you to witness my deliverance. I want you to witness the miraculous. I want you to witness saving faith, deliverance, healing, transformation in such a way that there's nothing you can do other than praise and worship who Yehovah is. And that's really all I want to uh, share today as a foundation today, because I want us to move into a place of prayer. Are, are our hearts broken for the lost? Do we desire to see his kingdom come and his will done in the hearts of others? And the father is saying, I have called you. I want to raise you up. I want to send you forth. And just as I shared uh, a few days ago about the Holy Spirit is saying that he wants to ignite a fire within us, that we are called to be fire starters of the kingdom. We are called to go and release the word of Yehovah. We might not know what's going to happen, but release the word and watch a mighty God move in this generation. So, Father, I want to thank you for this time. I thank you, Father, for the faith of the centurion and all the people that were involved, all the people who rallied around him to, uh, to stand in the gap for his sick servant. And I thank you, Father, for the miraculous miracle you did there. And that people are still going to Capernaum today because of the testimonies of what happened 2,000 years ago. 
And Father, there's a little a little village called Nain, uh, you know, just south of, of the Galilee. No one even goes there. It's not on the it's not on the tourist route. It's not on, you've got to come to this place and see it. It's a little Arab village uh, south of Nazareth. And, uh, you know, it's almost forgotten what happened in that location. But there was a young man who was raised from the dead. There was a mighty move of the spirit that happened in that location. It was so powerful that what did it do? It released people to be filled with the awe of a mighty God and to praise him. So, Father, I thank you that you are our help, that you have come to help your people. You have come to bring deliverance. You've come to set the captives free. And I pray, Father, that you will fill us with signs and wonders and miracles. I pray, Father, that you ignite in our hearts just a mighty move of your spirit. Father, you know, it's not about running around trying to find what's happening in other places, but it's about recognizing you can do a deep work in us today. And we just want to lift our hands before you and receive from you right now. Empower us, fill us to overflowing. May your tangible presence be so, be so strong within our lives, Father, that our communities will be changed around us. So we invite you, Holy Spirit, to come. We invite you to have your way amongst us. We worship you, Father, and as we fellowship here today, as we pray here today, we ask, Father, for, for you to bring forth your healing power right now. If any of us are sick, and if someone's sick, even watching on the, uh, the Facebook feed, just place the, your hands on the part of the body where you're sick. Do you believe in the healing power of a mighty God? You know, we have that centurion, just say the word. Just say the word and my servant will be healed. Well, Father, we just say the word. We say, be healed right now in Yeshua's name. We release the healing power of Yeshua right now. By his stripes, we are healed. Yeshua, we thank you for what you have done in and through our lives. We thank you what you did on the cross, the price that you paid for us. And we release the healing power of a mighty God. Father, I pray that you ignite our testimonies, that you give us opportunities to speak testimonies. I pray, Father, that you just fan into flame that prophetic gifting, that prophetic anointing. Um, even as uh, um, Moses was saying, uh, when when all of the people were prophesying and Joshua comes and says, oh, you've got to stop them all. They're all prophesying. All this stuff's going on. And Moses is like, I'd rather there was many of you prophesying. May, may everyone prophesy. May the spirit of prophecy be released in this place today. May the word of Yehovah go forth to bring transformation. So we ask, Father, that you ignite the gifts of the spirit within our hearts at this time, that we will be a witness and a testimony to the transforming power of a mighty God. And it starts from the place of prayer. Father, we love you. We thank you that you hear our prayers. You are a God who does what? You come and help your people. We recognize that you are here. We recognize that your help is here for us. So every care, every concern that we have, we cast it upon you, Yeshua, right now. 
We cast it upon you right now. And we ask for you to pour out your Ruach HaKodesh, pour out your spirit upon our lives with signs and wonders following. We worship you. We ask for an increase of boldness. We ask for an increase of the authority of your spirit. And we ask, Father, for those suddenlies that we will just be a people that are in constant preparation for you to move. It doesn't matter if we have to pray for 40, 50 years over something, but one thing we do do is we press into you, Father. We press into you and we say, have your way amongst us. Speak through us. Minister through us. Transform us, Father, as only you can. We worship you. May we feel and operate and function in the tangible presence of a mighty God. We worship you in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. All right. I'm just going to open it up there. If you want to pray, I just really sense such a, an importance on the place of prayer here today. But if you have a word of encouragement or something you want to share, Share if you just want to pray, just pray, but let's just walk together as the Spirit leads us here today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We worship you. First of all, we just want to worship you. We pour our hearts, oh God, today, Father. We worship you. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, we worship you, Father. <clears throat> we want to give you thanks this morning. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for coming among us, oh Thank God. You, Thank you for your care for each individual watching online, participating in the Zoom. Oh, Father, and I, I just reminded again this morning, it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And I thank you for your spirit of the Lord as there is freedom, there's liberty, there is room to move. Oh, we open our hearts up to you this morning. The care that's on us right now, it was mentioned in Kenny's prayer, Lord. We just lay it all down. We just lay it all down, lay it before you. We know that you're a great God, an awesome God, doing wonders. As we read the scriptures, Lord, in Luke and, and in Matthew, was running across some other ones. Oh, and the woman that was was had an issue of blood for I think it was 12 years and and the time came and I, I just sense right now declare over your people father a time of release a time of release from those 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 things that have been set on the back burner waiting and waiting and waiting I believe now is that time you're bringing those issues up front you're going to level issues you're going to bring things into clarity and you're going to bring a time of release for your people I believe it at this time I thank you for it father your labors were not in vain says the Lord your labors were not in vain you've waited on me and I will reward your labors that seek me shall find me when they search for me with all your heart Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for that release today upon your people. Release from issues of sickness, issues of, of sight issues, issues of heart issues, heart issues that have been troubling people for years. Release in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thanks. Digestive issues, hallelujah. digestive issues, bone issues, 
flesh issues, troubles in the body, and more so transformation issues, issues where you just couldn't put things under, a time of release, a time of release. As you draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. You will meet and you will find that transformation. Oh, Father, we worship you. We thank you for visiting your people in this hour. Thank you for the visitation upon the earth at this time. Oh, I sense your spirit. I know what you're doing is true. It's right. It's pure and it's real because it comes with repentance. It comes with transformation. It comes with change. Oh, let the fire all be rekindled within our hearts and desire to go, to give, and that which you've received freely, give freely. Oh, Father, move among your people in this hour, I pray. Touch everyone on the Zoom today, everyone on the Facebook, everyone, Father, of our extended family too, Father, touching lost, those wayward ones. And I was thinking that scripture this morning, Father, when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. What? What? Is it real? Is it now? Oh, passion, desire. Restore, oh God. Restore hope. Restore believing faith. Faith that moves. Oh, hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you, Father. When the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Oh, when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. <clears throat> and our mouths were filled with laughter, and our hearts with joyful soundings. Then they said among the nations, the Lord had done great things for them. Oh, hallelujah. Let it be known. Let it be said, oh God. Oh, Father, thank you for your mercies among us today. Thank you for your loving kindnesses. Oh, Father, thank, thank you. you for your patience, your long suffering. Thank you for the care that you show us as a father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, we worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Don't we love the scriptures? Eh? You love the word? You know, as we come around and spend time together, you know, always have the word there. And let's be proclaimers of the word. Yeah. Proclaimers. You know, in Acts chapter four, uh, we have in verse 23, uh, we've got Peter and John. They just got released and they're told, hey, listen, you know, we're going to let you go, but don't speak in the name of Yeshua. <laughs> and they're like, which is right in Elohim's eyes to listen to you or to him? <laughs> you be the judge. <laughs> As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and what we have heard. There we have those two things again, what they had seen. And what they have heard, they saw the outpouring of the Spirit. They were in awe at the great works of a mighty God. So in verse 23, 
we see this important element when it comes to the place of prayer. And that's what we are just so excited about here today is to be able to pray together. So they were released. They went back. They reported to, to the chief. Oh, so let's, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to Elohim, sovereign Lord, hallelujah, sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Ruach HaKodesh through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up, the rulers band together against the Lord, Yahovah. And again, his anointed one, indeed Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in the city to conspire against your holy servant Yeshua, whom you anointed. They did uh, what your they did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Yehovah, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Hallelujah. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Yeshua. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and they spoke the word of Elohim boldly. Hallelujah. They spoke the word. They didn't go and say, hey, who's got the scroll? Has someone got that big heavy scroll? Can I borrow that a minute till I open it up? No. Where was the word coming from? It was coming out of their hearts. They were memorizing the word. They were hiding the word within them. They proclaimed the word boldly. Hallelujah. At the great things. Of, of what was taking place. Every time we are a people who know and engage in the place of prayer, we should expect to see the place shaking because of what God is going to do. You know, the earth is shaking all over the place right now. Man, we are, I felt an earthquake last week here. We, we've got everything that's gone in Turkey. Uh, there's earthquakes in Japan. There's earthquakes all around the world happening as it is normal anyway. I don't know how many earthquakes there are on an average day. But the world is shaken. But what type of shaking happens from the place of prayer is far more powerful than anything that can happen with an earthquake. So we just want a shaking to take place that does what? Brings forth deliverance, fills the people with your spirit, allows the word of Yehovah to be released boldly. So, Father, we rejoice. We rejoice. Sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in it. We thank you that it's not about our words. It's about your word coming forth from our hearts. And we release your word from our hearts. We release your word. Let it rise up within us and come out from our mouths to bring transformation in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.